four, three, two, one. Let's go. This is the Pick 4 Podcast. I'm Mark. You can go to pick4podcast.com. Find everything you need to know about this crazy little production we put together. You can find the social media outlets. You can email the show. Find our regular guest list. Find the show catalog. Everything is there. Just go there and click some stuff. We are a member of LMK Productions, which features this show. Having said that with Landry Griffith, Win, Loser, Ty, hosted by Ty King. And we're a member of the National Podcast Association. Uh, also, I'm going to say uh, we have this sister project going. It's called Hate Pod. If you hate stuff, something makes you mad, send me an audio file. Send it to uh, pick4podcast at gmail.com. I'll turn it into an MP3. I'll post it on the show. It can be 60 seconds. It can be five minutes. It can be 15 minutes. Whatever makes you mad. Send it to me. We'll put it out. Today, look at this. It's LMK. Everybody's here. The whole crew. The whole, But exclusively the crew. We've had the whole crew before, but Man, then we had bonus members. Crew. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now. Well, we, we did the... Uh, Vodka whiskey one. Vodka whiskey, but that was that was, that was pre LMK. That was pre LMK. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So this okay. is the first one wow. since. You know what I think is the funniest part about the LMK? What's that? We've been saying it for what six weeks now, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've yet to have a person come to me and be like, "Man, what's up with the LMK Productions? Like, how do you get to be a part of this? That's awesome. You're getting sponsors. People just assume it's it. I don't know. <laughs> one of the very first times that I mentioned it in the podcast uh, was when Jeremy and uh, Josh uh-huh. Terry were here for the autism one. Yeah. And when they left, Jeremy told me that uh, Jeremy was asking him like how many listens like we'll expect to get uh-huh. and jeremy said i don't know typically it's uh, you know 50 or 60 somewhere in yeah. there and josh said that's it but they're like they have their own production <laughs> company hell yeah <laughs> i respect the shit uh, out thanks, of you josh. josh i appreciate that but <laughs> our expectations yeah. a little lower than yeah. that okay today since uh we're all here we're all uh varying degrees of baseball fans sure uh we're gonna do this will be a baseball-oriented, but we, we have this app, and it's called Poddex. And if you you don't even have to have your own podcast to to get this app. I feel it, like it would make a good drinking game. Yeah, it's yeah. a really fun set of uh, starter questions, uh, like philosophical stuff, fun, uh, either or. What, what does Arturo do? Uh, he does a... Uh, uh, not would you rather? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, sorry, that's I, what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah would you rather? Uh, See, I'm thinking about this would be good on my next first date. I was just gonna yeah, say right? that there's actually one deck that's uh, I think it's like a romance deck or something. Like it'd be fun. I've been with my wife for ten years, and I guarantee you there's still stuff we can learn about each other. I've thought about pulling those out on date night. And, yeah, there's like a foodie mm-hmm. deck. So I don't know. On the last, uh, having said that, with Landry Griffith with your wife was pretty good. Though. Did I you like, like that? Yeah, I feel like you guys know each other pretty well. Man, we're, we're yeah. learning. Yeah. I that mean, was a good one. It took me a long time to get on the show. Yeah, I know. It was good. If so. you're a true fan of the show, you actually listened to that before the, <laughs> the actual. I accidentally uh, <laughs> I picked thing. Monday instead of Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't know it. I have a very 
very dedicated fan who starts listening every Tuesday, and I'm assuming 5.30, 6 a.m., yeah. Jeremy. Shout out, Jeremy. Yeah. And he texts me, because he always texts Mark and I when I release an episode on Tuesdays, um, something about the show. He's getting involved. It's interactive. And he, he I don't remember what he said, but he texts something, and I was like, oh, my God. I released it on Monday, not Tuesday. Why that's a problem I've created in my head, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I went back into my transistor and deleted it. So yeah. there was a certain amount of exclusivity that some people got to listen <laughs> well, pre. I listened it's on, like these, the pre-release. On, the, on the right day. Yeah, I yeah. Listen, you yeah. listened when you were supposed to. Way to go, Jeremy. What we're going to do out of this uh pod decks game there's a baseball specific deck that has like a hundred different questions in it but we're each gonna pick four questions from the deck to ask each other sure uh just in case we get some overlap i've written a few down some bonus ones so maybe if you have a bonus one in mind we can get to that one too okay uh let's see let's do it like this let's go let's do snake draft so landry tie mark mark tie landry okay I love me a snake draft. Right. Yeah. I like this one because it's uh, it, it goes against something I was so against. For oh, wait, so are you starting right now? Oh, am I not no, supposed I'm saying, to? Okay, I don't. Yeah. I'm you have anything else you want no, to pregame? No. <laughs> You're on deck. Like, <laughs> I'm up to bat. <laughs> Mark's in the hole. I didn't know. Like, okay, play ball. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're out, dude. <laughs> Okay, you're starting. That's definitely strike one. Okay, I was so against this type of thing in baseball for so long. Like, baseball's supposed to be, um, you know, you keep it pure. You you act like you've been there before, whatever. And I was such a fan of that. Okay, mm-hmm. we're playing today. All of us are on a baseball team. I don't. We'll say major league, right? You hit a home run, walk off home run. Are you? Running around the bases, acting like you've done that, or are you taking it all in, doing your strut, doing a little Jay Shung action? Oh, so I don't, well, you want me to answer first? Uh, yeah. If you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I know okay. my answer. Oh, dude. Yeah, give us your answer then. If you yeah. ask the question, you have to answer first. I am 100%. Like, I'm taking my time. I'm, I'm running by the second baseman, pointing at him. It's a walk-off home run. Yeah. I'm rounding third. Crowd's going to get involved. I'm taking my time about five feet before home plate. I'm going to start walking. I used to not be able to stand this shit, but like the older I've gotten, baseball needs some pizzazz. Yeah. To, to me, Bryce Harper was the one, for, in my personal opinion, who kind of set the mold and was like, hey, we're changing the game a little bit. He's the cockiest son of a bitch out there, but I love it because he can back it up. He's phenomenal. He owns who he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. We went to a tech baseball game the other day, Jay Shung. For those of y'all that don't know, Josh is Josh Young's little brother, um, who was a first round draft pick. He's second baseman, true freshman, has had not one but two games this year where he's hit three home runs in a game. I've never heard of that ever. Okay. His third home run, he's trotting along, he rounds third, and he stops and looks up at the crowd and starts doing like the not like the old school raise the roof, but like, come on, guys, let's go, and taunting. And I'm just thinking, like, 10 years ago, I would have said he's a douchebag. Back then, I stood up, I was clapping, I was like, hell yeah, man. Like, who else can do that other than a guy who just hit his third home run? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm absolutely trotting. I'm taking it in. Bring it on. Uh, Okay. I would. Here's the deal, Landry. I mean, if you don't know me that well, <laughs> but what well, I feel like you do, I would uh, do what Jace Young did. Mm-hmm. I would. But that's if I 
if we were down by 10 and I hit our first home run of the game. <laughs> I would. That's the thing. Like I would, you know, I, I'm going to soak in everything. And like, I'm more about, you know, the flash. And I always have been for I'll, sure. I'll, and you know what? It probably took away from me as a, as a player or in anything I did. But, you know, like even remember, I've told this story back whenever I was the first game ever, played the first game ever in the Tiger Pit mm-hmm. for basketball. The first mm. game ever. And I mean, I'm, and I'm starting and I'm thinking to myself, Hell I'm yeah. getting the first shot. Yeah. Yep. In this game. And I'm not thinking about winning the game. I'm like, I'm getting the first shot. I'm getting the first bucket. I missed it. I did take the first shot. And I got the – it came right back to me. I got the rebound. And I'm immediately thinking, like, I got the first, first rebound. Re- yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and, and, and so I'm like, I had the first shot and the first rebound. Like, and I can remember like, – What a positive yesterday. outlook on life, though. Well, I mean, you missed like, the ball. Like, hell yeah, first rebound, <laughs> bitches. I got first shot and rebound. And, it's exact, and then yeah, you pointed it, out to the score. Rebound. That's me. Yeah. I passed it. Here's a couple of things I hold. But, you know, I say the That's records. Hilarious. But there's really there's, – there are no record book. But I had the first shot. I got the first rebound. And I threw it to our best player, Damon Harris, who laid it up and in, and he made it. And I was assist? like, I had the first assist. And me running back on on defense, that's what I'm that's going through my head. That's I, amazing. I, and I'm doing like a little fist pump, like first shot, rebound, and assist. <laughs> so, and but burning up the score yeah, sheet, yeah. first and position. Then, uh, uh, I got a steal, and I threw it to Damon. He got a dunk, and then and uh, but I kind of I kind of uh, did a Jace Young thing. I'm kind of you know, yeah. and um, so I was also the first person taken out. <laughs> and, again, so, <laughs> and that's the truth. Yeah, and the tiger pit. So the first shot, rebound, assist, and substitute. You're talking about for the first use of the tiger pit. First game ever. Yep. Yeah. Like speaking, I think you're a legend. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I like so, that. Okay. so to answer your question, yeah, I would have done. Taking like, it I would have done old school, raise the roof, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm the same way that you were. I used to hate that shit. Uh, it's. But I it's funny because as I've gotten older, was. like. It sort of needs it, right? Wouldn't you think, though, like from a young point of view, that that would be the way you want it? And the older you got, you can't stand that kind of attitude. That's the way I would think, but it's completely yeah, flopped. It's backwards, yeah. Baseball needed that change. The bat fl- I love a fucking bat flip. Yeah. Oh, my. That was one good. of my bonus questions. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about the bat flip? Yeah. Love him or hate him? I think everybody agrees he's a douche. Jose Bautista. You tell me someone who flips a bat better than him, I will pay you ten bucks right now. <laughs> but and the dude's willing to fight over yeah, it. That but dude on the flip flips side a bat. is that if you do bat flips and that kind of shit, you are a target. Sure. Well, that's what I was fixing yeah, to say. In the like, batter's box, or, mm-hmm. or you got to understand a rough net door or whatever. Yeah, yeah so. that uh, you're probably fixing to catch one in the ear hole. Sure. And really, if you're going to do it, like you need to just wear it and go on. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, there's you don't charge the mail when that happens. No, I do. Not not when you're the yeah. <laughs> No. Not when you – it's directly related to yeah. what you've you done. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you have Bautista who's badass at it, and he'll, he'll take yeah. his licks <clears throat> next at bat. Yeah. Bryce Harper so, throws the bat. He bat flips. My boy, <clears throat> David Ortiz, has plenty of times where he's done that. Oh, my God, yeah. He isn't even a bat flip. Like, he's chunking that to the dugout, and whoever gets hit, yeah. get out Incoming. of the way. Yeah. I'm all for a bat flip. Did he take out a phone in the dugout one time? He took, I know he took out a uh, Gatorade. Oh, yeah, okay. I love dudes that yeah. get mad and break shit. I do, too. <laughs> like, I, I love that shit, too. Be entertaining. Yeah. Do no you, doubt. And I know you remember this guy when you were coaching. Remember Dave Swinconis? Big Dave? Oh, yes. Do you remember what he would do when he like didn't that have a guy good outing? Had the shortest fuse ever. He, do you remember a guy, Dave Swinconis? <laughs> and he was the nicest kid. Oh, was he, the nice guy was ever. he a little kid player for the Char coach? He, he was high school. Was back, he probably he turned, graduated yeah, three or four years old. He turned out to be like 6'3", though. Oh, okay, <laughs> I mean, he's okay. huge. He'd go sit in the dugout with the, the wooden back backing and 
start banging his elbows in between innings like if he didn't have a good outing. It was yeah. hilarious. But that dude oh, could pitch. So. That's hilarious. Yeah. Big Dave. Oh, could I just want to point – I want to point this out real quick before you before I ask my question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is to let everybody know listening. Landry says I'm a legend and what and whatnot, but mm-hmm. we're talking about baseball here. We're talking about the leadoff hitter, Mr. Mark Youngblood. I believe it. For this to the state finals of – Friendship's the only time to ever go to the state. Uh, I was gonna add that. Yeah. Make sure, and he and he was a and he was good from day one in Wolfworth Little League mm-hmm. all the way to his last at bat at a, as a Friendship Tiger in the state championship game. Yeah, and he was the leadoff hitter of that team. Yeah, you're your leadoff number so you're four. Quick. Yes, I got on base. He got on base. I was a good base runner. I wasn't the fastest. But I mean, <laughs> dude, you looked at Mark Youngblood and you went, dude, that dude is a, is a baseball he's an athlete. player. He's a freaking baseball player. Yeah. And he was awesome. Yeah. And he was always awesome. And then it was just a, so just to let everybody know who we're dealing with here. This isn't a guy that's like a, some, as Warren G would say, some geek off the street. <laughs> <laughs> what position did you play? I feel like I should know this. Well, I do know what you played that. I mean, I know. You're basically an infielder, utility, but okay. you DH'd. Yeah, yeah for because the most majority of the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. I ended up being a DH, and I was hitting pretty good, but I couldn't catch a ground ball to save my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had that problem with pop ups. I might have been a freshman playing JV. We were at practice one day. It was either Coach Curtis or Coach Roger was hitting fungo to me. Every effing ball would go directly through my. Leg. I would get there. I would get yeah, down. Yeah. I just wouldn't catch. It would go through my you legs. I was it and killing. Everything. You looked good. Until I was it killing got- practice. Like it was hurting practice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it turned into. Uh, they started calling me Captain Error. Yeah. <laughs> it was a joke, and I took it pretty well. Okay. Like yeah, it, sure. it was funny. You got to own it, but, okay. but it stuck. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that's where you got Cappy. That's where Cappy came from. I never knew that. Is it you that I've heard call him that? I've heard somebody, I guess. I've called him that forever. There are a handful of people in this world that still call me Cappy when they see me, and this is 25 and 30 years ago. Cappy. That's what I I mean. That's the origination. origination, But I did not know that's where that came from, that you were Captain That's hilarious, man. I just thought you're like the leadoff hitter. You're the Captain. Captain. (laughs) (laughs) You can think that. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, but. Just so you know, everybody, we're, we're, we're in the presence of this here. So. Well, thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. Well, you really were. You were badass. So I, I happened to stumble into an all-district <laughs> award uh, being the DH that year. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was stumbled. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. My question, right? Yes, sir. Okay. What's the funniest thing you've seen in baseball? Oh, my God. I'm so glad this came one. up. I'm going to tell this story, and you're going to laugh. Okay. okay. Wait, oh, do I need to answer that? You have really, to answer your own. If you, if okay. you want to pass it to somebody else, well, I, mean, I, will, I will say this real quick, and it'll be a real quick little story because it involves you, Mark. Okay. And it's, it really didn't happen in a game, but speaking of Little League, this is the funniest thing I think I've seen, is that we made the all-star team together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we got this plaque, and <laughs> and I still have a picture of it somewhere. I may send it to you so maybe you can post it, but uh, it's a plaque, and it has it says Wolfworth All-Stars and mm-hmm. has everybody's name on it. Sure. Like mine and Mark Youngblood's name is on it, and it's it, – and it's awesome, but if you look at it closely, Wolfert is misspelled. <laughs> is it F F A R T H? Yep. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, a handful <laughs> of those kids. That was like the coolest thing, right? Like they made the All Star team, but you get your plaque and the thing's not even spelled, spelled right. Can I tell you? <clears throat> can I tell you what's not the coolest thing? Yes. When you have a twin brother and you're on the same team, 
and he makes us all stars every year, and you never even make the ballot to get voted in. <laughs> Shout out, G. You're the man, G. Yeah. Right. I hated him then. Now I'm like, now I get it. Funniest thing. All right, funniest thing I've ever seen. This was a high school summer league game, West Texas summer league game. And Are you playing or coaching? No, coaching okay. now. So uh, we're down here at the field right down the street. We, being the friendship team, we're playing, I think it was Monterey. The Red Checks. Yeah. It's not going well. We're getting smoked. Uh, we make a pitch and change. <laughs> I'm going to drop his name because I don't think he, he – I don't even know what he's doing these days. Chance Brinker comes in to pitch. <laughs> Okay. I love that guy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Huge kid. I'm, I love him. He was one of my favorite kids because he's yeah. such of a goofball. Time. You yeah. find somebody nicer than Chance, I dare you. Uh, but he comes in. He's not in a good situation anyway. Like there's somebody, you know, a couple guys on base. He comes in, and in consecutive hitters, he gives up the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Single, in that, double, in that order? I don't think it was <laughs> a natural order. cycle. I think there was. It might have been like triple home run, single That's double. So amazing. But in four hitters, the cycle was surrendered. <laughs> mad at himself that just sucks it's like that's just Dude, one of those he was like good he's a good he player. throw pretty hard like you own captain e right like yeah. this just to be like you get into the dugout like fuck yeah i just do for the cycle baby <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've got to find a way to ask him if oh, man. Remember. i have his phone number i don't even rem- it may have been marcus gardner that was in there with me but yeah. i think like i literally just stood there with my arms crossed watching it happen <laughs> And I wasn't mad because, like, I was witnessing history. <laughs> I was witnessing history. This is one for the record books. You just, you just said, I just threw for the cycle. How <laughs> <laughs> many guys can say that? Very <laughs> right? Very few. That's man, hilarious, that is man. good stuff right there. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah. There's no way I'm topping no that. No kidding, man. <laughs> this isn't like, it wasn't funny at the time, even a little bit. But looking back on it, it's just funny and ironic. So, the first uh, team we played on when me and Gentry first started playing was the Red Sox, hence why we're both such big Red Sox fans. That's just the first team you got to represent. First practice ever. I don't even know how to hold a glove correctly. We were in Pinto, so I don't remember what league that is, but that's the first like league eight, of eight, machine nine. pitch, right? Yeah. I don't think they even do machine pitch anymore. Not for pony-affiliated baseball, no. But we uh, – pretty young. First practice ever over at Casey where y'all probably played baseball growing up, I'm assuming, yep. right? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I remember some Just of the stories fun. y'all told yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 When so we were, were in high school. <laughs> we're playing catch and uh, warming up with this guy. Ball goes right by my glove, busts me in the mouth. Fat lip, bleeding everywhere. I'm crying. Baseball's fucking stupid. Yeah. I go, <laughs> I go sit with my mom. I'm trying to quit. She's like, no. Like, or I'm sure my dad was first practice. Of course, he was there. Suck it up, you know, we'll be all right. So I get back out there and play catch with a new guy. I'm not playing with no, this other kid, guy. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the guy made my glove not work. Gentry, Gentry goes and plays catch with the same guy. You know what happens? <laughs> misses, <laughs> misses the ball, pops Gentry in the face. He gets a fat lip. That kid's accurate, yeah. if nothing else. You know else. who that was? Uh-uh. Justin Giannis. <laughs> that dude could throw the ball. That dude had. That dude could. He was even at eighth grade. He's still strikes right down. <laughs> at the time, it's not funny, but I think about that back every now and then. I'm like, man, looking that back, pretty funny. he took down now. both of the yep. brothers. Yep. All right, All right. we gonna say it's my turn now. Sure. That's hilarious. Okay, this is good right now. I love this. This, this is yeah, this is quality content, this is quality right? right? Yeah. All right. Do you want to see the National League adopt the DH rule? I have that question, so I'm glad that you picked that, so I can move on to another one. Okay. If well, I'm leading off, yeah, no, that's, yeah, it's your leadoff hitter. 
the the National League is the only affiliation that the DH does not exist anymore. Yeah, I think it used to be like from high school up, but I think even now in travel the ball, the minor leagues still use it at yeah. all levels. It's starting off in travel ball and up. Yeah. Yeah. Why now after if you have a player who is pitcher specific, do you expect him to come up at 24 and 25 years old and be able to handle a bat in a productive manner? I don't want to watch him lay down a bunt mm-hmm. or try to lay down a bunt with two strikes and one out. Swing the bat. Ugh. The problem is, give, is give me a guy that yeah, can hit. There's just not enough pitchers out there that are willing to swing the bat, right? In high school, you sure. had yeah. – we've talked about him before. I don't know why he gets brought up. Tyler could swing the bat and wasn't afraid to go, to go after a ball. There's a pitcher, I can't think of his name, who's who's uh, in the leagues now who's badass and he, he he's hit it. Shoei Otani. Yeah, there you go. In home run. Mm-hmm. How often does that guy several. come up to bat though? Well, like, he's hit several home runs. Yeah, but, yeah like I mean, not that guy specifically. He's the he's exception to the yeah. – yeah. Pitchers don't do that. Right. No. So your answer is adopt the yes. DH. And it's kind of annoying, too, and I don't know if people realize this who aren't big baseball fans, is if you're playing either interleague or obviously in playoffs whenever you're in the World Series, whoever is home team, you have to adopt their rules. So American League, some of the it best af- players. It affects and I'll lineups. Get them, yeah. It affects outcomes often. I mean, some of the two of the best hitters, in my opinion, ever played the game. And I don't want to hear about, well, maybe you got to manage and this and that. Like, who goes to a game to watch it get managed? I want to watch guys go out and come out of their shoes trying to take a hat. Yep. So your answer is let's bring it back or let's adopt it. Yeah. Let's adopt it. One of my college classes for English, we had to write a persuasive paper. So my persuasive paper was DH should be a thing. Like it wasn't about if nationally did it, but like the, the, the topic was that I created should the DH exist. Right. And so I was persuading my reader that DH should absolutely exist. I'm a huge fan of the DH. A lot of because there's two, maybe three players that I think created like are really like sticking out Hall of Famers for that position, right? Yeah. Halfway through my paper, I convinced myself that I'm no longer a fan of the designated <laughs> hitter. I still had to persuade the very persuasive, want, yeah, right? <laughs> or very unpersuasive because I convinced myself I don't like it. And from then, I've always kind of questioned the DH. But this was 12, 13 years ago when I was writing this paper. Now. Back to the cockiness, and I love that. I, I'm a huge fan of the DA. So, yes, the National League should adopt it. But there was a time when I wrote that paper. I'm like, other than uh, these handful of players, David Ortiz, Frank Thomas, Bonds, and I'm pretty sure whenever he was in, in his career and couldn't play in the outfield all the time, like those players should have been DHs, right? But how many other players can you remember that were strictly DHs that made career out of it? Really, besides my opinion, Frank Thomas and David Ortiz. Edgar Martinez. Was he a DH? He's like the uh, – Poster, poster child. Kind of like yeah. what child. put it on the map. Yeah. yeah. But I do agree that if you're the only ones, like, why? It's so stupid that you're not using it. So stupid. What Use got the DH nationally. League guy. Okay, get ready for this statement I'm about to make, okay? Yeah. Lay it on us. Here's what I believe I believe in Clydesdales on opening day. <laughs> I believe in two birds on one bat. I believe in 11 World Series championships. I believe in Whitey Herzog and stealing bases. And I believe that the pitcher should bat. I believe that if you're going to play, you need to play defense. I believe that there should never be a DH ever. If you're going to hit, you need to field. (laughs) 
I'm done. All right, Crash Davis, just checking in. Yeah, is that the, how you uh, feel though? One hundred percent. I believe if you're going to hit, you need a field. It's very know? democratic of you. And okay, very democratic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I believe in a democracy. <laughs> I was going to. I didn't know when the right time to bring this up was, but I'm going to bring it up now because I feel like it needs to be brought up now. Say it. My mom loves it when I say this, but she doesn't care for baseball that much, but she likes it when I say this. Okay. Okay. Football, basketball, any other sport close to that. Mm-hmm. It's like watching the movie. Baseball is like reading the book. Ooh. And that's part of it is managing. How do you handle that? It's a game within a game within a game. And to me, that's what makes baseball wonderful. Okay. There. I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's hard. It's powerful. To Mark, you that. Can, Mark, you can <coughs> shut the podcast down. Now. It's over. <laughs> My question is. No more Big Four podcast after yeah. that <laughs> statement. I just closed it down. But here, here's the grander <laughs> question to what you just said is, did you really just convince us that the DH should be or should not be used in National League? No. Or was it the presentation of what you said that you could have said anything in that tone that we would have agreed with it? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It was a great presentation. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you and, won uh, second best speech when we were drinking at my house the other night. Thank you. Second best one? Oh. My daughter. Oh, yeah, that's everybody. right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I will I will say this. I love the DH. I like it that there's a DH in the American League and mm-hmm. that they and then you have to play the other person's way in their home park in the World Series. Right. I love to me that just it's awesome. I don't but mind that you got to play the other person's it's, way. It gets boring and I don't want people to turn off the podcast cuz this is a boring discussion if you don't really love baseball. Mm. It's like who really gets you? And oh, Mark, yeah. you guys are right. Every other I mean every Entity. league yeah. it, it, below the National League mm. plays with the DH and I get it. Yeah. So that's fine. Okay. But well, I used I to love Dallas Braden when he pitched at Tech. Mm. He pitched and he was great. He was a great pitcher, yeah, obviously, good. you know, but he would hit for himself. And then on the days when he didn't pitch, he was, he was, he was the DH. Yeah. So, I mean, and I love that. So. I think Gardner did that a lot at Oklahoma State because so, the dude's yeah. a fucking powerhouse. Oh, and you spoke of Tyler Lyons hitting yeah. in high school. Yeah. Only two players in their history that I know of mm-hmm. at, at Friendship hit a home run in their last at bat at Friendship as a, as a player. That's and they're a, very last at bat. Yeah. Uh, was the other one Chris? Chris Richburg. I knew Tyler Chris Lines. did it. Yep. I remember that. I didn't know yep. Tyler did, but yep. of course, that's a year after they, me. And then when they lost in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Your question. No, that was Mark's question. I know. Or snake draft. Oh, oh I got to go again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if we're going snake style. Okay. My mom, my mom just texted me that she wants to know what some of the questions I'm going to ask her. Mommy, well, she's not going to listen, but, well, she might. Well, go ahead. Okay. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> Okay, we've all, all of us in this room have played at varying levels. Sure. Okay. If you have to slide, are you going feet first or head first? No brainer. Oh, Mark, you answer. Okay. I'm very rarely like black and white answers. Mm -hmm. Like there's too much gray. Agreed. I will tell you, unless the play dictates otherwise, I'm going feet first because it's easier to get up. Because you can do the pop-up slide? Yeah. Case overthrow. We're, we're advancing if we need to. Um, yeah. Okay. It's easier to get up and be ready to go to the next one. If you slide so head first, there's a lot more scrambling involved to get back to your feet. You're going from a strategic And if you're going standpoint. head first, you're risking life and limb. Like, yeah. you, I've seen guys really get hands messed up. Breaking uh, fingers on the base and stuff. Break and come Stepped up missing on. a finger. Yeah. Okay. Is it my answer? Sure. Yeah. Um, 
Me personally, when I learned how to do what Wolford's All Stars, but it was before you, before it, you were older and older, we learned how to do that. What we they called it the kip up slide, which is a pop up slide, same mm-hmm. thing. And we learned on a slip and slide. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm gonna go that because when I learned how to do it, it was it was cool and it looks cool whenever you can slide in the second base and just pop Boop. up or yeah. third or whatever. Also, little league, and this guy was on our all star team, Mr. Jimmy Keith. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Jimmy Keith, and he w- he used to say, "Pete Rose is my hero," and I'm sliding head first no matter what every and I, time. And he said, Whether gonna, I need and to and slide my helmet or not, it's going to fly. <laughs> I love it. He wanted <laughs> did to, he, did to fly. He stick to it. Oh yeah, no doubt. Blonde hair like flopping. And, 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 <laughs> I love and, it. And his helmet would fly off when he was running the bases. Or he would do this one, knock it off. That drives me nuts, dude. And I don't care how I was like, man. Part of me was like. It looks Jim, cool. Jimmy Keith was weird and everything. And, and if nothing and, and, else, but when you slide head first, you're dirty. I'm a yes. dirt fan. Yeah. That's See, that thing. Yeah, my answer sure. is going to be yeah. the opposite of y'all's, and I'm picking to dive head first, oh, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. My main reason was because you're dirty. Like, you should not end the game with a clean uniform. Um, you pop up and you're covered in dirt, and you got to tell the ump time to, to brush the dirt off. Yeah. It's a pretty cool feeling, but. I'm not the fastest person out there, so I may be wrong in assuming this. Um, I assume, though, that if you're running and you dive, you're actually not losing speed. To me, I think about when you're running in order to be able to get that perfect slide, you're having to slow down, even if just for a millisecond, to be able to get that slide in. Feet first. I, I could be completely wrong, but to me, it makes more sense to dive to keep up Sliding in general is not about speed. It's about dodging a play. Or a tag. It's about stopping at a point and yeah. and avoid making a tag harder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. The, that may. Okay. Okay. I see where your head's at. That makes sense. Yeah. The head first slide is cool though. No, it the head cool. first slide is way cool. How many people though? Like, if you're just talking growing up and learning how to slide, even in high school where you're pretty competitive, can actually do the good pop up slide though. Because I agree that it I've looks way cooler. I've seen some pretty terrible slides in there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen, shout out, I gotta hope she listens, my daughter slide? No. Oh my God, it's a running joke to this day. <laughs> she could never figure it out. And like I finally got to the point, even when she was playing a little bit in high school, is like, for the love of God, take the out because you're going to snap. Yeah, she was snapped her <laughs> ankle. Like it, she could not figure it out. But it was so funny. She would run, stop fall on her butt and then yeah. reach forward with her feet. It's the yeah. funniest thing in the world. Like next time we're there, she'll do it for yeah. you. It's the funniest thing in the world. Some of you just can't slide. I had a kid uh, while I was coaching Ripley, really good athlete, had no idea. And his dad played. He had no idea how to slide. It was in between the games of a double header. And I was trying yeah. to talk him through it. Cause it was kind of a, like an important <laughs> out that he made. Cause he yeah. didn't slide. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, look, all you got to really do is just kind of sit down mm-hmm. on one leg and let your momentum yeah. like carry you yep. to it. <laughs> Poor kid. It's tough. He he yeah. didn't. We didn't practice it because we had to get ready and you know go play another game. Sure enough, he has another opportunity to slide at third base during the game, and he like his uh, brain wouldn't let him do it. Yep. You and can he, see the he spinning. leaned too far back, so he got his toe hung, mm-hmm. and like leaned that ankle back. Yeah. Pretty gross, and I don't think he played again the rest of the year after yeah, that. Yeah, see, that, that's what always freaked me out. Like when Reagan couldn't get it down, and I'm not making fun of her at this point, but it was more of a safety thing. Like, babe, please, like now, I just don't want you to break your ankle because if you can't do it right, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going, I'm going diving head first. You know, okay, so it's my question. Yeah, it's gonna kind of stay on those same lines a little bit. What's better to see a when you're watching the game to see a stolen base or a double play? <clears throat> And that is a tough question for me. I did ponder this several 
minutes in the car today when I was driving down the road because. Well, it's going. I do no, love. I do love to watch a, a good base runner and, and him steal a base, or you know, or her, whatever it might be. But I think the double play. I don't care what kind of double play it is, but really like the six four three or four six three. I think that's just a thing of poetry. It mm-hmm. is absolute magic when you're and when it's Agreed. done correctly. Agreed. And so to me, as a fan in the stands, I just think I'd rather see a double play. Yep. I do agree that, that seeing a double play run smooth is awesome. Fun fact. I played baseball all the way up through my freshman year. Played freshman year, quit after that. Realized it just went in the bag for me. We set a record we created that probably never was a real thing, but we had this before they did JV, JV freshman. It's freshman JV varsity. My freshman team, we turned more double plays that year than JV or varsity. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a part of a lot of those plays from second base. So there that was go. cool. Turn a double play, like you said, smoothly. Yeah. Especially about the 4-6 four, and 6-4. Yeah. Any of them are cool. I do agree. But when you're – and you talk about sitting in the stands, when you see that guy take second or take third, yeah. man, that's a good way to get the team around. You're, usually you're not stealing unless there's a good reason to steal. We need you on second. Let's get runners in scoring position. Mm-hmm. Let's sacrifice uh, – a batter here. So I feel like when you're stealing that base, it's going to, it's like really get that momentum going. Crowds about to get going. Everybody's yeah. in the dugout. If you get, you know, everyone does their thing now on their second base, you know, yeah. when they get to second, when they stolen mm-hmm. it's, I, I think stolen base is more fun. Okay. I think it's a lot less likely these days when you're talking about competitive ball too. Uh, I'm with Ty. Cause when it's done right, it's smooth. Yeah. It's just like butter. And in your head, you're like, boop, boop, boop. Yep. And that's, the field, the turn, mm-hmm. and the out at first. And that turn is a thing of beauty. Whether it come, whatever, which way it comes from. Yep. The, the footwork over the bag, and, <sighs> and and if you're coming from second, and you whether you stop on the bag and you turn and throw, or whether you tap the bag and run through and throw, that's awesome. I mean, that's just either which way mm-hmm. a second baseman wants to do that, or when it's the shortstop, whenever he runs and he he catches it and he just glides over the top of the bag and he jumps and he throws mm-hmm. over the sliding that's a runner. Good one over the slider. Yeah, man. That's a good I mean, one. That's it good really one. does. I mean, you know what? There's it's a like, lot of special mm-hmm. athletic stuff that's going on right there. Yeah, I know. And, and it, a lot of it's feel. It's it's borderline sexual. I mean, <laughs> so. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> you know what's cool too, though? So, bam, bam, smooth. Everybody does it. And immediately, first base, someone catches it, throws it right back to the shortstop. Now we're going around the oh, horn, so we're even yeah, keeping it sharp. Smooth. You yeah. get that ball back to the yep. pitcher. You've just gone yeah. through and, and that's five, another six players. position that gets dude, uh, the first baseman when he has to stretch too. I mean, that, oh, a lot of times they yeah. don't get no credit. <laughs> but uh, you know, and also there's nothing wrong with like a um, runner on first. And then somebody hits a line drive to the second baseman, and he just casually throws out the guy. And yep. Yeah. For, and I'm just playing. That's the boringest <laughs> double play ever. Matt, <laughs> depends if it's a banger, though. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Matt Gardner, you know, he's being interviewed, assistant coach for Tech, being interviewed on the radio the other day, made one of the greatest points I've ever heard in baseball, and I've never thought about it. And it was about a catcher, but I think that this – because you talk about first basemen don't get enough credit. I think this goes for both of them and probably the only two on the field. A phenomenal catcher, no one will ever know how good of a game he played. The moment that that catcher doesn't block the ball, you have a miss, and especially if a run comes in, you're going to remember that, especially if it's an important run. But if you have a guy like Braxton Fulford, who is talking about who's one of the best catchers in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. Or Gentry Griffin. Or, yeah, well, that's a very valid point. Yeah. You don't realize how good those people are because they're doing their job and they're not – they're only – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you talk about a first baseman being good, making all those stretches over yeah. and over and over – 
Cam Warren was phenomenal at it. And he was a big dude on first base. Yeah. You don't realize how good they are because they're – but the moment that ball goes past the first baseman, you remember how shitty of a game he had. Yeah. So, you can always tell – uh, like good if point. you're sitting in the stands watching a game, you can always tell who's a baseball guy around you mm-hmm. when you hear – like if you get a pitcher that really shorts one. Mm-hmm. And it's not a true uh, block up for the catcher. Like he's got to really get up yeah, over it, and yep. he like wears it up around mm-hmm. the collarbone. Mm-hmm. And you hear a guy go, "Oh, nice stop." Yep. Yeah. Nobody knows what really just happened. How for hard sure. that play really was. It's yeah. like you said. You ask, a good uh, like, catcher doesn't get recognition, right now, but a bad one does. A, a great pitcher, like that's the. Yep. I mean, we talk about the double play. PFP. We've been talking about, yeah. Or, you know, a great catcher that not only they can call a great game in the pros, you know, or, but a guy that can just block. And, Mark, you and I were lucky because we got to witness, I think, one of the greatest high school catchers that ever played. And he doesn't get enough credit. And I'm being serious when I say ever played in Buddy Drake. Well, the dude was. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I will tell you, between Buddy and Gentry, those are probably the two best defensive catchers I've ever had the pleasure of being around. Yeah. And you're right, Landry. And you don't think about that. You know, a catcher. If he doesn't show up in anywhere, he had a great game. Yeah, exactly. You don't even think about him. And and Gentry was one of those guys too. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that was said on the radio the other day because I'm but, like, it needs to be a brought up a thing. Yeah. And any of you dads out there who have yeah. catchers or whatever it is, like, if no one remembers the guy catching that day, then you need to pat your yeah. son on the back or your yeah. buddy, whoever it is, because they clearly played a do. phenomenal game. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. I, I caught one time in in little league in practice, and John Hoyle was my coach. <laughs> what he said uh, as in wood chop pool yeah one it, of the greatest little league coaches of all time you're kidding me i actually read it in the other day i'm like oh that's what he's called oh yeah. he's like what's and up he, later he, like how the hell do you remember like, me from wood he's beaten cancer like five times yeah he's a man yeah, he that's, taught my brother in little league how to throw what he called the mystery ball the mystery pit jay still knows how to throw it and it's crazy and he's like yeah john hoyle taught me that wow. is it the one finger pitch i don't know the brad cage mystery he's not allowed to know basic but and, and also, John Hoyle, when he would umpire in between games when he wasn't coaching, the best strike call of all time ever. Give it to us. I still I still say it all the time, like in a bar, if I see it. Jamie Berryhill and I do it all the time. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's what John Hoyle would say every time. A pitch would just come in there, fire it in there, boom. He'd go, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, dude, that's John Hoyle. Baby. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. All right, are we on to me? Yeah. Sure. What record is least likely to ever get broken? Oh, that's an easy one for me. I'm going to say Nolan Ryan, uh, seven no-hitters. Okay. Who's closest right now? Do you know? I don't I don't have a clue. I probably should have looked that up. But, like, you think about, like, oh, how hard is it, whatever. No-hitters for one. The one reason I think that's never going to ever get broken is because pitchers don't pitch complete games anymore. Um, like very seldom do you see a pitcher go nine innings anymore. It used to be a big thing. I mean, a badass pitcher may get three or four, right? Also, um, well, just happened the other day, right? Madison Bobgunner went seven. Oh, that's what I was going to say. They went ahead and took him out, but it's April. You're right. Well, it's it's, yeah, no hitter. Yeah. Going nine is almost, I mean, you know, what's funny is that there was a perfect game thrown today in the major leagues. Oh, was it really? A perfect game. Wow. Some guy from the Orioles and I don't remember his name. But yeah, it's so rare. Now. Well, the other day, that's but what there I was. Are no, but there's already been three no hitters thrown this season. Well, see, one of them so. that was interesting. You talk about like it's way more rare than we give it credit there's for a, because it happened against the Rangers the other day. Padres 
throw no hitter against the Rangers in Dallas for the first ever no hitter in uh, San Diego Padres history. Yeah. Not for this year, not for the no. last decade. They've never thrown yeah. a no hitter, yeah. which is crazy to me. I don't know how long the team's been around 50, 60, been, 70 years. They've been around a long time. Yeah. There was a big, like uh, a, a big dynamic shift after they, uh, the home run chase in 97 and all the, the PED stuff mm. that floated around. They changed the ball and started changing some rules. Mm-hmm. And you could almost watch it in the course of about three seasons go from, you know, games were 12-8 to then suddenly you were back to 2 nothing, yep. 3-1. Yep. And it, there, there was a big dynamic shift. For my day, the guy I remember that pitched the most complete games, from, I'm not saying this is a record thing, but who I have in my mind, Cliff Lee could throw nine innings without breaking a fucking sweat. Yeah, he went up. And he was one of the last ones I three remember. Three or four seasons there yeah. where yeah. He, he was a, like all the way. Yeah. Yeah. He and Roy Halladay both. Yeah. Yeah. So my 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 thing, that a record I don't think will ever be broke, would be the no-hitter. Yeah. Mine would be Kyle Ripkins. That, uh, yeah, that's another Almost everybody lofty takes days off now. I mean, it, it's a – they're too much money invested. Yeah, exactly. In the guys and and the health the health of all these guys yeah. is and a so, much bigger factor. I, I, I just and I still can't even believe he did that. I mean, because he broke Luke Gehrig's record, which they played every day, all the time, every no matter what. Yeah. I mean, and even Cal Ripken, which he was a stud All Star guy, and he that. That record, I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't even, like what he is was thirteen hundred games or what is it? What is? Oh, it, it was like twenty or, or twenty three something. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he ended up at twenty five hundred something. Yeah. Nobody's gonna play that many games in a row. No, ever. No and way. so I don't think that's. There's a lot of bro- records I don't think will be broken, but that's one of them. One of the best shows I ever watched on TV, and I wish it would come back on again or we could find it. I remember it's when we were working together, and either you text me or I text you, and you got to turn it on ESPN now. It was just called Un- Unbreakable Records, and it went over a lot of these. Probably the coolest thing that's ever been put on TV. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this number. Okay. And you guys are going to go, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pitchers in the career win total of Cy Young, who is the leader. You know uh, what that number is? Wait, 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 wait. Career number of Cy Young's one? No, Cy Young has is the leader for oh. career wins. You know what oh. that number is. No, it's got to be like 500 and something. 811. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> ever good. No. You know what they should it's do? It's so absurd yeah. to say it out loud. I feel like at the end of the year, the best pitcher of the league should get an award and call it the Cy Young Award. Like, oh, that would be a great it's idea. It's a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's brilliant. There's there's no way that, that anywhere, anything's ever even going to come close to that. No. Or anybody. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has 200-something wins now. And he he's... may not even have 800 starts. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. 300, like, if you can get to 300, like, the 300 winners are automatic Hall of Fame. You may not even have any more 300-game winners yeah, anymore. that's another I thing. I mean, that's yeah. a stretch. I think that may be a thing in the history. Yeah. Maybe like dinosaurs. You know? Ooh. Yep. Good one. So, yeah, I agree. Good. Nice for all of us, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Back to you, Ty. Yeah. Right. If we're doing uh, Snake, I got to go again. I thought you did, too. I just went one. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Did the Houston Astros cheat in 2019? I'm so glad this came up. Yeah! I am just going to start this off and say the Houston Astros are absolutely, without a doubt, not cheaters. I don't <laughs> think they did anything wrong in any way, shape, or form. Can you say that with a straight face right now? Like, you really I swear are, to God, okay. a right. really good friend of mine, John, is from Houston, so he's a diehard Houston fan. And when this is all going on, I talked to him face-to-face. and was like, man, you at least got one guy on your side. I'm not saying... Whatever. You know what? I don't even care. They didn't cheat. I really don't think that that's cheating. I really don't. Like, 
First oh. of all, Red Sox and the Astros were not the only two teams doing that. They're just the only two teams who got caught at the time. And everybody else running their mouths, Dodgers fans, everybody else, you stole it from us. No, you it's didn't. So, oh, it's so it's so obnoxious yeah. because you faced a curveball and a fastball, right, Ty? I think yes, so. you have. You have. Even if you know it's coming, you still have to know how to hit that. When we were freshmen in high school, you know who our baseball coach was? Blaine Sexton, who who hated coaching baseball. He came on to be a track coach. They needed a baseball coach, right? I he actually did man, a great, great job. Nice human being ever. Yeah. And he took that job on and was a really good baseball coach for us. He would teach us in freshmen – I'm on second base. I'm watching. Um, yes, that's you're different. picking up. That, How, that, to me, that is different. way different. See, that's is what it I'm though? Saying. It's not it's any difference. Different. The only difference is, is when I was a freshman in high school, uh, phones didn't exist with cameras, so we didn't have that ability. Blaine was actually really good at picking up coaches' signals from the dugout. So it was. There's an art to it. Come on, yeah. Landry. If now, it was first that, name, we're going fastball. Me, if it was last name, we're going to me, off pitch. Okay. Can I interject? You can. To me, that's part of the game within the game now if you're talking about making like a loud noise like beating on a whatever it was a trash can mm. to me that's to me that's cheating but i was also taught by the great bill roger uh you know when you're on second base mm-hmm. and they're not going to change the signs you put your hands on your knees if it's you fastball you, you, you off to the hospital yeah that, that still goes yeah. on to this day. Finger in the ear hole means I got him. Right. Yep. There you go. Hands on his fastball. Yeah, exactly. Hands off is off speed. And I can even give you a personal story. Oh, I was playing in Snyder, Texas when I'm JV baseball. Shane Stewart was on in front of me, and uh, which he'd get a lot. And he was on second base, and he put his hands on his knees if it was other than a fastball. And he put his hands on his knees, and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> So, you know, it was some guys like, don't want to know. Yeah, I'm like, no, you know, I'm not swinging at this because there's no way I'm hitting anything other than I, I don't have a chance. So, but also, I mean, do you think that, do you think that Altuve was wearing something? Was he? Stop it. I'm asking you. No. Okay. Absolutely not. I don't think that I don't know if Jose Altuve was wearing a device that shocked him. No, I think it just vibrated. It was just a little vibration. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But. I don't know if he's wearing one either. I mean, because no, that's ridiculous. But also, I think it's ridiculous. But also, I think that when you said, "Well, I've got a buddy in Houston that's a F- Astros fan," yeah, and he told me that they didn't cheat. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, you know, that's not what like, I said. Hey. I, I, like, hey, had I went to on the internet him. and I looked and I saw that. You know what? <laughs> I told him, "Hey, man, you at least got one guy." That thinks your Astros in He was still up in the air. He's like, man, I don't know. And I'm just saying, from a guy who's not an Astros fan. I'm a little on the fence about it. I, you still have to hit a round ball with a round bat, and mm-hmm. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think he – the Mary Bonds didn't cheat. Mark McGuire didn't cheat. Well, we could go you know, on to that I hope that topic comes up, too. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, we can go on to that topic, me, too. But to me, I think that if you're going to beat on a track – it's just like somebody yelling in your ear, curveball is coming. Okay. Okay. Well, then why are we even, you know – I mean, to me, there's there's the game. You don't need to know what's coming, and if you got a guy on second base, then the, the catcher knows to throw different signs. There's a there's an indicator hmm. that needs to happen. Hmm. Not if there's they were doing this with nobody on base, okay. COVID-19 so, right. is the best thing to ever happen to the Houston Astros because everybody <laughs> forgot about it. No, that's true. <laughs> and actually, what a lot of people don't realize is the Red Sox got busted for doing the same thing. Alex Cora goes from the Astros to the Red Sox, but everyone's so fo- focused on the Astros. My Red Sox like don't even yeah. really don't even know they're part of it. Okay, Mark, I would love to hear your opinion on this because I respect oh, I respect your opinion. 
<laughs> you shouldn't respect my opinion as a baseball player. I was not a baseball player. I was just a baseball fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. If you hang out with me, my kid will tell you the exact same thing. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. I said that to you the day this happened. I texted you and said, if you're not cheating, if you're, you're not, not trying, trying to how do you feel about this? Every advantage you can get. I agree 100%. Then but you're, you you're not caught, trying. Are you cheating? All right, now hold on. How, how, uh, okay. Are we going to call it cheating or are we going to call it? Well, I don't know. Cracking, cracking the code. Cracking the code, 100%. I will tell you that I, I have a hard time believing that somebody couldn't figure this out. And if even if you have the slightest inclination that somebody on the other team is on to you in some form or fashion. Exactly. Change it up. Call time out. You have to switch it up. Even if you're completely from left field, like, dude, I, I think they like they got a video out there. It's and pictures like, I don't think as so. But absurd as it fucking sounds, yes. Yes. Why are they hitting every single and thing it, it wouldn't be mid-game. It would be after the fact. Okay. Because there's all those dugout guys who, who have been, you know, dugout guys for mm. – 25, 35, 40 years in some instances. They have seen all kinds of shit. The guys that can tell you what pitch mm. is coming from the dugout because they can read muscle forearms in the catcher's throwing arm as they're given signals. Yeah. Those guys are real and exist. Uh, agreed. How can you not agreed. put 100%. two and two together when somebody whacks a, a one-two slider off the wall the other direction that mm -hmm. he hasn't even seen yet today well, when the even, trash can bangs okay. extra loud three yeah, times. It doesn't even have to be uh, it doesn't have to be that we think there's a camera out there. It's like something's going on there somehow picking us up. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't well, agree more. Something I, needs I, to be changed. I agree with you on that, but what if I man, it's like the only conspiracy theory I believe in ever. Okay. I believe, I don't believe in any of them. But but this one. But clearly you it, haven't it, listened to uh, but if, Charlie uh, Charlie Youngblood's uh, conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> Her Bigfoot well, has titties. Okay. That's right. She, and she got a phone call from whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. from the aliens. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Well, you know what? I have to re revisit some of that. Yeah, but, we'll yeah we'll um, revisit revisit that another but, time. I mean, I just don't know why Altuve was not trying to. Now, that's to me. If he's ha if he has on a, a a thing on his chest that's vibrating to him when it's an off speed pitch, which means curveball, anything other than fastball, to me is that cheating. If you get like okay, Mark, let me ask you: the guys that have uh, the sandpaper in their back and, and they're and they're scuffing the ball up, like mm -hmm. Phil Necro, not not Phil. Ne uh, oh no, he yeah yeah yeah. Who, who, yeah, or the Vaseline on their chest, and you know, and all those guys that would do that. If they, it's not cheating. Um, I unless I got caught. The umpires are going to call it cheating. Well, I'm asking you. I'm not asking the umpires. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay, but if, even but from if a hitter's it's perspective, the rules. It, uh, Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's not a good argument, though. Okay, first of all, the reason that's not a good argument is up until 2019, at the end of the season, so really the, the off season of 19 to 20, it was not against the rules to have a camera in center field that zoomed in so well to the to the. No. Catcher. So you can't say that it was cheating and against the rules because that was not a rule then. You and can you see that in a ball up, game. You, okay. And I don't want to go to this conversation because this is a whole conversation for a podcast, but you brought up PEDs. It wasn't against the rule because we weren't drug testing for it. So how is that against rules? I didn't tell you. I didn't say it was. You brought up PEDs. So I'm not saying you may be on that side of it. I don't care, but I'm saying no. a lot of arguments people had is yeah. they were cheating. I'm saying it wasn't, wasn't against, against the rules. That wasn't against the rules, but 
banging a trash can or signaling Wasn't a against battery, the rules. Yes, it is against the rules. It is now? Absolutely, it was against the rules. Nah. Okay, so 100% it was against the rules. It's against the rules. It may to, be against the unwritten rules. No. It's against the rules. How does the rule read? I and I'm asking I'm you not, because I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, not going to take it to recite it off the top of my head. But it's, a, it's against the rules to notify a batter hmm. what pitch is coming. In any instance? No. No. But you're not going to be able to tell whether the guy on second base can give him. You can't catch him. You don't know. Hey, I put my hands on my knees. What does that mean? I don't know. I put my finger in my ear. I don't know. That, that, that's, but, so if, I, but if you get is, caught, I think if you get caught, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm scuffing the ball up. Right. Is your, pitching, but, is your okay. argument that we're using technology and it's no longer about the, the – uh, It's no longer in – it's outside of the fence? Because I think that's actually – if that's your argument, hmm. that's a good one. Like, I can yeah. see that side of it. It's no longer about the – like, mm. where people have the, the issue on if replay should be a part of baseball. That was a big deal for yeah. a long time. Okay. And I understood both sides of it. So, is it the technology okay. aspect? I don't know. I think we're getting – I think I'm getting too far in the weeds to really be have an educated guess and to even give you a really good answer. Mm. But what I will stick to is – Astros are cheaters? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I respect what the we just learned out of that is Ty is a better person than we are. <laughs> oh, shit. oh wait, no, that's not what we said. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Nice. Right. That's uh, that's Ty All King's right. next Good. question. Yeah. No. I got that. thorough there. Man, that did. That it's nice to see too. though. Like I love to hear that because I've never really got to have this discussion with anybody because the only person I had this conversation with was on my side. <laughs> and back when all this is going on, is it my question? Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay? I couldn't wait to ask this question. Yes. Baseball on the radio, do you like it or hate it? Oh, you want me to answer first? Yeah, oh, if I you want it. to. Yeah. And, of course, I love it. I've done it, but I also love listening to it. Mm-hmm. So, and, I mean, it goes back to I've always wanted to call listening again. to Jack Buck. I yeah. listened to him on the radio before actually on the radio. Um, my dad could only hear the St. Louis Cardinals when he was a kid. And it was, you know. That's cool. And, and that's the only reason why he loved the Cardinals. The reason why I love the Cardinals. And I got a chance to do baseball on the radio. So, and it is the, it tests your skills as a mm-hmm. broadcaster yeah. mm-hmm. to paint a picture yep. and fill in some time. That's exactly what I was going to say. And I mean, I, it's a skill yep. that, it, it, now it's, I it's think it's going a skill to be able to listen to it too. It's going, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. But it, it, it's going by the wayside because now everything's streaming and you'll be able to visualize and you can almost see everything now. But, uh, but I still think. I still listen to it in the car. Like I told you mm-hmm. today, it's funny. I was just talking to you about it. I listen to the Cardinals anytime I can get them because I have an app where I can listen yeah. to their radio broadcast, mm-hmm. their home radio broadcast. And I love it. I, I love agree. being able to visualize it and listen to it. It's entertaining to me. But I know that's not for everybody. I get it. And it could be like watching paint dry. But baseball, hey, okay. My Okay, so there you go. You know how I feel. You won't hurt my feelings. Baseball on the radio, do you love it or do you hate it? Mark Youngblood. Love, but I also think there's an element as to who you're listening to. Uh, yes. <laughs> because yep. we're probably fixing to mention a couple of names. <laughs> Come on. That Velo. Rub me the wrong. I could not listen to Brian Haney call a tech game. Oh, horrible. okay. He's yeah. horrible at it. Horrible. Atrocious. Yeah, I remember. It yeah. just... But I, I don't like his approach. I don't like how yep. it sounded in my ear hole. He tried. We used to talk about this all the time that he tried too hard to use every fun vernacular like and cram okay, it yeah. into one sentence. We get it, dude. You know, yeah. players, especially on the field, you you 
in the adopt particular phrases and like Landry said, vernacular. I don't think that should carry outside of the fence. And I think when it carries outside of the fence, and what do you mean by that? I don't, I don't, I guess I don't understand. People who aren't down on the field and understand oh, see. Yes. how that word's applied, how you yeah. arrived at it, right. when it's cool to use it, when it's fun to use it, and when yeah. it's just sound, makes you sound Completely like a douchebag. Completely agree. That's like, a great Whenever point. we were like us here, us three, if we were to say like an inside joke between us three, mm-hmm. the person listening yeah. doesn't get it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's, exactly. And it's funny yeah. between us. Great analogy. And it's funny to hear us laughing. But I get it. Yeah, you're right. I, so, and I agree with you on that. Velo started inside the fence. That That's a player term. That's a coach term. Uh-huh. When it drifts outside of the fence now, people in the stands are starting to use it. Radio guys are starting What's to use it. You got, tell velocity. Me. Okay, velocity. And to I, me, I that's – I'm one of people that hearing, dumb. listening. Yeah, sorry. That. I didn't do a good job explaining no, that. But maybe I said it because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. Nobody will ever know. But I got it. Stuff I got like you. that. Yeah. I just, I, I think there needs to main there needs to be a line maintained between the stuff the radio guys do and the stuff that happens inside yeah. the fence. Yeah. I I, gotcha. I love like baseball and radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Jamie Lentz, Lint is it Lentz? I think Lent. he does. He's yeah. a great color guy. That's great. Yeah. And Jeff Haxton, is I love great. Jeff Haxton. Like, I think it's great. They replaced probably the worst announcer of all time <laughs> with a guy <laughs> who's killing it. He does great yeah. for basketball, but I'm not good. But I mean, all of his, you know, adios muchacho. What Jamie always. No, I love it. Oh yeah, okay. Jamie yeah. always ends. It's a great day to be a Red Raider when we win. Yeah. I love and and like you talk about someone who's called games. Mm. You can paint a picture. If you're driving in your car and you can honestly feel like you were at the game mm-hmm. um, because of the way they're describing everything that's going on, some of them even to the point, like, I love when every now and then they're throwing, you know, Red, red Raiders wearing their red red tops with their white pinstripe bottoms. Like, you've got to paint the picture, yes. and that's what they're doing. So my mind's in yep. the game. You can mm-hmm. imagine what the picture's doing. It's an art form that yep. I don't think gets enough credit. Yeah. I mute my TV a lot and try to call games. I think I would be a great color guy. I don't know about play-by-play, but I would love to be a color guy for mm-hmm. any sort of game if you can get me on somewhere dude yeah. do pull some strain yeah. i think it'd be a blast to do yeah. one time yeah um what's uh, and 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 one thing i can't remember the guy's name that uh calls for the rangers on the radio he's phenomenal too and he is going to go in the hall he's of fame yes. uh, and I, and, i'll think of his name and, yeah, in a minute he yeah. does a phenomenal job and when i hear them on the on the, on the radio i do like i do enjoy I gotta think of his name he need, like he, yeah. he deserves for me to know his yeah. name he's so good one thing i cannot stand even more than the terms and i don't care if you're a homer or not calling for this like the dude does for the rangers we use last names you are not on a first name basis, but once in a while, like you can throw in a first name. It kind of makes me crazy, but not a hundred percent. I think it's super, super. I, I I find it unprofessional and a little fucking annoying mm-hmm. when announcers use nicknames. Oh, okay. um, yeah. perfect example is when Eric Eric Nadell when Eric Nadell Eric Nadell uh, was, was calling. Uh, I really liked him. Odor, uh, what what uh, Rugi. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Every time he would say that, I'd just think it. I was like, dude, you do such a good job. You are a legend who will be in the Hall of Fame for announcing. Yeah. But calling him Rugie, call okay. him Odor. That yeah. drives me Remember, nuts. It's just, it's just uh, hurts yeah. my wait, skin. Wait, can, I, can, I, can I address that real quick? Yeah. Okay. Take it to a high school level. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when Penny and I would do the games. Yeah. And which I thought we were great for sure. a high school. And y'all fed group. off of each other, too. Yes. There's got to be a certain and type absolutely. of camaraderie. But let's just, uh, for example, mm-hmm. your twin brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say his nickname on TV. He was I would say G radio. all well, the time, though. Would you though? 
Absolutely. Okay, see that all the time nuts. on radio. Yeah, I mean, because uh, we, we, we know that G-string. most of the majority of our listeners yeah. are friendship fans, and yeah. once you say Gentry Griffith, you know, and, and I'm like yeah, G, G, G behind the plate, you know, yeah, and then it was, or or maybe T Lie, or it would be, you know, mm-hmm. something like. But it was never like, all right, Flash is up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, you know, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever it might be. I see it from but, your uh, standpoint I, when you're saying that, and like yeah. I guess, and 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 like maybe you're a part of it too, and you sure. get to know these guys, yeah. especially someone and, on the professional or collegiate level. Yeah, and that's it's, that's, it's hard to. I can see where it comes from. It's hard to where to. Uh, yeah, that's a good point because maybe some announcers need to understand that. Yeah, but, but I, see, um, I see your side of it. But no, I I, I can listen to radio or okay. baseball that's on good. radio all I day. Love that. I love I love to hear you guys yeah. be able to. No, I think it's a, an art form. It also helps to. I I love being able to listen to a game that I'm not interested in. Like if I can get a guy like Eric Nadell, mm-hmm. like whenever he was, or or the guy that calls for the Rangers. Right Eric now. Nadell, Vince Catronio. Yeah, they're good. And Tom I, Grieve. I always yeah, like Tom, Tom Grieve. Grieve. I liked him yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, God, I could have. I wish his son would have been a lot better, because I yeah, had a lot he just, of his he got cards. really close, man. I had a lot of Ben Green rookie. I was cards. looking at some of his stuff today. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, That's a good question for you, you to ask. To to say is a fact that not a lot of people know is uh, Harry Carey, and everybody mm. loves him. I was waiting for someone. Yeah, everybody loves. Him. Who's going to do the first impression? Oh, you want me to do it? Do you have one? Yeah, give it to us. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Bottom of the fifth. I've got a few Budweiser's in here. Cubs are losing six to nothing. <laughs> to the Brewers. Rob Deere has four on us. And seven strikeouts. <laughs> and you know, if you say Ryan Sandberg backwards, it's grabbing asser. <laughs> he did. He said, "Grabbing asser." Forgot about yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. Every time I try to do a Harry Carey impersonation, I feel like it turns into <laughs> Will Ferrell doing, doing the, the impersonation. I was gonna say I've never I, heard you know Harry Carey. Hey, everybody! Yeah. If you were, yeah. if you were starving, look at the kid in the sombrero, and you were a hot dog, <laughs> would you eat yourself? Would you eat yourself? I know I would. <laughs> it's kind of what I do, but. That was it, that, though. Like know, it, was, he was, was a cartoon was, uh, character. I was forced to watch uh, WGN with Jamie Berryhill all the time. But, yeah, it's, you know, only time really I could watch baseball. And Jamie loved the Cubs, and we would watch Harry Carey. But you know what? We started to realize as we got a little bit older, like he was getting hammered on the air. Oh. And it was awesome. You, yeah, you don't know until you're older. Bob, yeah, Bob Uecker in it. was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. Bob Uecker's another good one. Come on. Grossly underrated play-by-play guy. Very good. But Harry Carey was the – Radio play-by-play guy for the Cardinals. Yeah, for before a long time. I only before, know him as the Cubs yeah, guy. I know. So okay, I'm gonna yeah. drop this and then I'm gonna grab a beer. Okay. Favorite radio guy to listen to? Ready go. Favorite radio guy to listen to? Yeah. Oh, Nadell. Nadell. I still stick with that. Nadell I think he does good, a great though. job. He and he I, paints the picture well. He does. I know what's going on. Like I said, I even know what yeah. colors they're wearing. I, I think he's he's great at what he does um, when they're on the radio and it's then i don't even give a shit for the rangers and i'll listen to him okay well radio guys jack buck and i mean mine's jack buck because he was the cardinals announcer he was the real card go crazy folks yeah yeah go crazy and um which was obviously one of the greatest calls of all time which later you wouldn't know what that is i mean Mm -hmm. we wouldn't expect you to know but it was just 
Ozzie Smith to hit a home run in the World Series to win, to win a game in the World Series. And he – Ozzie Smith did hit home runs. Ozzie Smith did not hit he home had, runs. Greatest, he didn't hit greatest shortstop to ever play I, I the game. I think he maybe hit one, and, I, and maybe not have. I don't know. But Ozzie Smith hit a home run to win the, a game in the World Series. Number and, one, baby. Yeah, number one. And Jack Buck was – as soon as it he cleared the wall, goes – Go crazy, folks! That's awesome. Go crazy, and it was. It was I amazing. And I like, so, I like a yeah. good radio announcer's one-liner, like we used yeah. this a minute ago, like uh, "Adios, muchacho." Like, yeah. find your your niche. Yeah. But when you can just fly off and like he hits and he's like, "Go crazy!" Like he didn't yeah. plan that. It's no. first thing that no. came to mouth, and yeah. y'all are talking about it thirty yeah. years later. It's awesome. And I mean, and Ranger fans hate to hear this. And this is, wasn't really radio; it was TV. But his son Joe Buck, um, whenever the Cardinals. I love Joe Buck, by the way. And he, he catches when, so when much David Fries, oh, he catches a Joe lot Buck. of help. I love but him. Remember, he, when David Fries hit the home run to send it to game seven against the Rangers, and it was a classic call whenever he said, we will see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow. night. Yep. Yep. And he's, I mean, and I mean to me, he's as a, but as a Cardinals phenomenal. fan, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but you know what I kind of love? Like, even to get it down to a, a, a smaller level, mm-hmm. it's like Andy Penny. Yeah. Passion. Um, yeah, but when he did a friendship football, mm-hmm. right? When he did friendship football, he ended every game with "So long, everybody." Yeah, yep. and you had to make it to the very end of the to game. Hear it? Yeah, but I mean, it was so yeah. iconic. And it, to me, like I would be down on the field, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in the field. Yeah, hell yeah, I love when they and, go down. But to you. man, I could be done. Right? I could be packing up my shit and, and I'd be done with my call. And, mm. and I mean, I knew it was they were signing off. But I would always keep my headphones in to hear it. To hear Andy Penny say, <laughs> "Yeah, so I will long, say that after awesome. I graduated high school for years, really up until Andy moved, I listened to y'all's games because yeah. his his announcing skills are top notch, like the, none other. Like none the other. dude was a pro at it. No and then, doubt. like every now and then, when he turned it down to tie, and you're like, "Yeah, man, I was talking to so and so right before the game. Like you were the perfect sideline guy who fed mm-hmm. very well off of the." Yeah. Y'all were a great team, and I want to say I, this. I listen to Andy I, I, all the time, I, I, and I'm not giving myself credit, but it's it's it, it's credit to Andy and myself. Mm. But what people don't know is, I never knew when Andy was going to come down to me on the field. I've so always wondered that. Never, like never knew. Someone so I had to be. You ready. had to just kind of keep running things through your head about. I was like, if okay, we cut, if, if he, he comes cuts down to me, me, I need to know. I need to, okay. This is what I might bring up. Or this is what I might bring up, but if it was something that was happening at the time, mm. I needed to know. Be involved. So yeah. My uh, uh, what would you call it? My extemporaneous skills were tested. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. They, they were tested. You're what? I don't need those kind of words on this podcast. <laughs> my impromptu skills. There you go. My on the fly. Yeah. Uh, Use flying the word the again. Your pants. Yeah. Extemporaneous skills. Yeah. <laughs> they were tested, and but Andy had enough confidence in me, absolutely, to go down there whenever and you're you know, ready, and, yeah. and whenever it was, ready. and. And then, you know, I could send it back up to him. And, you know, and he was just – when we developed this rapport that was so good. And, and speaking of baseball, like when we do baseball, that was – very rarely do you have enough seating in a baseball press box to have two people. <laughs> so he would just be like, dude, let's just do the wireless. It was his idea. It was great. He was like, let's just do the wireless mic. And you go out and walk around and just be the color guy and walk around and who cares? And I was like, I love it. And we did that, yeah. dude. And it was like a – I mean, honestly, it was kind of revolutionary mm-hmm. for us. Like, it was a play-by-play play play guy was in the booth, but the color guy was walking around, and, uh, you know, it was kind of cool. Get a lot of extra mean. stuff that way? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, and you know, I could let Andy do his thing, but, you know, what's funny is that in, in most of these high school, he could see, have an eye on me. He could see me, 
and know that, you know, and now I was time. I, I yeah. might be ready yeah. or, yeah. you know, but I would always talk and maybe in between pitches or yeah. something. Well, that's what a good color guy but, does. But we, but we had that good report. Anyway, yeah. right. that's awesome. Enough of, uh, uh, no, y'all did a good job. Telling us, telling me and Andy that we were awesome because I know that we were awesome. Yes, it was. We call go. ourselves the A team for a reason because we <laughs> were the A team. <laughs> Sidebar: Guess whose house this is or used to be? I'm gonna guess oh. Andy Pitty's. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's I crazy. This. See, I feel the aura. He kept up Andy a good Penny. house. Way to go, yeah. Andy. Uh, I would tell you, growing up, I cared nothing about. I did, it wasn't Dodger specific, but I I could still listen to Vince Scully all day. The, I, you know what? I can't believe I didn't bring him up. You're right. He's yeah, that's the correct right. answer. Yeah, yeah is, what you just said is the correct answer. Yeah, and think about the timeline we're talking about for Dodger yeah. radio announcers. It was Red Barber until Oral. the '60s. Oh, 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 yeah, yep. And then Vin Scully, right? And I mean, we're talking about 75 years worth of God, baseball voice. And he that's would, awesome. dude, he would come up with some of the coolest shit. This is, I don't know. If and this he, is, I don't think he ever had a signature deal. Like, n- no, but he would have stories, dude, about. I mean, this, there's, there's, I mean, people's players' wives didn't even know the stories that he knew. Yeah, like he would be like, "Hey, uh, up to bat is um, Davy Lopes." Davey you know, <laughs> Davy Lopes. Wow. had burritos this morning. <laughs> And, uh, the last time he had burritos in for breakfast before that day game, he went two for three. So let's hope that continues. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff he would just yeah. say. And I mean, it was sure. just crazy. You yeah. could watch uh, the games, the national games were on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. He and Joe Gargiola had the call. It was almost always either at the time the Mets, the Cardinals, the Dodgers. Uh, the Yankees, I'm sure. Uh, I don't remember very many remember. American League yeah, games though, because yeah. that was kind of during the right. Yankees' yeah. down period. Yeah, and they would play each other, and then yeah. it was even a bigger deal. Yeah, and I I never missed a Saturday afternoon game with those That's two. Awesome. I don't know, remember who the two color got two guys that they got kicked off the air pretty quick, but they were hilarious. And Matt Vaskersian and uh, was it Don Drysdale or uh, some two guys? Because I remember this is what got kicked him off. They showed no, a, Matt Vaskersian still does. No, they showed him. They showed a MLB couple stuff. in the stands, and they were in between like pitch and change or something, or like a cutaway shot that was on. It was TV though. It was TV. But they showed a couple in the stands. This young couple, and they were like they would kiss. They were kissing each other. Yeah, yeah. And oh, the yeah, yeah. And the guy goes, <laughs> "Well, he's kissing her on the strikes. <laughs> she's kissing him on the balls." Yeah, and they never. They, I, I think that they sounds like something Don Drysdale. I think it was yeah. Don Drysdale. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's so. And I always liked uh, Phil Rizzuto because you never quite knew what you were going to get with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, Phil Rizzuto was crazy. He, he was an oddball. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Awesome. Uh, where are we at? All right, my turn. That was, a lo- that was too long to talk about radio. Long. Yeah, that was your. Yeah, okay. We already talked about bat flips. I can edit out all this um, silence here. Can you? Uh, no, I'll. No, that's fine. I can feel silence like nobody's business. I've done baseball games for crying out loud on the radio. Okay, nobody laughed at that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we a laugh track. Oh, <laughs> okay. Watch this. This is not how the question reads. What which baseball player has the best walk up music? I don't know any of that, but I want to know. Okay. What your walk up music would be? <laughs> well, if you answer, you said. At the okay, beginning. I've got. Okay. I've got two. Okay. okay. Number one would be. Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Is that no, right? No, that's Black Sabbath. Okay. 
but it was Good like call. I was almost there. <laughs> and as I was doing, like, it's not it, but I know that, like, we're on. There you go, yeah. That'd be a good one. I can see you walking out to that song, too. And I would just walk with my bat in my hand. Goddamn right you would. And then the other one is Prison Sex by Tool. Yep. You are a big Tool fan. I forgot. I do love some Tool. Yeah, you are. Um, And you know what? I think Mark's a Tool. I like Tool. I love Mark. I call him a tool on his own podcast. <laughs> You're a big tool. You know, the best walk-up song, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what my song is, but best walk-up song I ever heard live. Uh, I went to St. Louis to see a three, four-game set. I can't remember, three or four games. And he used it every time. And it was uh, Matt Holiday, And he walked up to, and a little bit of chicken fry. Oh Cold beer on nope. Friday night. Nope, I'm done. But the whole stadium was just like, yeah. You know? <laughs> just, just Troy Tulowitzki. The whole stadium, like, yeah. Or are you drunk and saying, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, well, it could have been, well, whatever. Is uh, you and Inlow that are super excited. Basically, yeah. Troy Tulowitzki <laughs> used to come out to Party in the USA by Hannah Montana. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, I respect the good. shit out that of that. Right? Yeah. So mine would be, did you, you didn't, you no. said Matt's. I said Matt, who Matt Holiday's. Yeah, his, you didn't I thought that was, that was uh, it was just uh, to me it made an impression on me. I just don't um, like that song. Okay, well you know what? He probably wasn't walking up for me though, so that's true. Okay, Matt Holiday <laughs> would whoop your ass with a bat. He, yeah. he is a giant yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, if I had to have a walkout song, obviously it's got to be. I'm gonna go hip hop for sure. Yes, it would be hip hop, and it would be Tupac Shakur. What you got? And it would be. I can't deny it. I'm, I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. Yeah. Look at the picture the whole time too, right? Let I feel like out. both of those songs are your walkout songs. Like y'all, those are perfect. It's for on you. the sound. Those yeah, are like good. on my soundtrack for my life. Yeah. Um, I know, doubt. I would like for them to walk my casket out. When, to, 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 yeah. to, to my, like, I'll make a note. That, that, that's my new walkout song. For that. Your, your walkout song. That's my walkout song. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. I host a podcast. Uh, I don't even know. Like you probably heard of the band. I don't even heard of band Hatebreed, um, but they have a song, and the intro to it is so good. It's now is the time for me to rise to my feet. I always because I became a huge fan of them junior year, and I'd already quit baseball. I'm like fuck. Like maybe I should like just try to bat one time so I can walk out to that song because like everyone else would hate me. I'm hitting that ball at least past the pitcher. <laughs> it was, no I'm doubt. hitting it all the way There's to no third base. At least. No you know, but it, I, what I would yeah. also do, knowing my personality, just being fun and stupid, and like yeah. just to get the crowd laughing, like you said, the party in the USA, I'm going Mbop Hanson just, oh, just to get people like, ah, yeah. how can you be mad at this guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, one of the best ones I heard was a soft in softball. Whenever I was teaching at Friendship, mm. it was Kelsey Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Remember her? Oh yeah, she was a great softball player. Phenomenal. Yeah, and um, she walked out to Ashley Simpson's. <laughs> My girls, no, 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 da, da, da. Oh, da, da. and it was like cool because it was like this. She's like blowing the bat for her right. girls. Like yeah, yeah. Yep. And then um, uh, my senior year, I didn't play baseball. Don't ask. It's a, it, that's another story. But I would be up. I was like, hey, I'll be the PA announcer, you know, for the games I could be at home, which was just the old field back there. The but hole. I would have a yeah, 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 the, the old, old field. And I would have a jam box up there. I was just a PA announcer. And I had a song, a walk-up song for every player, and that, which I asked him. 
And Donnie Hart's was pretty cool. He didn't want to walk up to uh, Jukebox Hero. <laughs> Standing in the rain. And he would wait, like, on the box. He would wait in a circle people. a little bit, yeah. And kind of, get, he would walk up when it got good. So That's it was, awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty awesome. You have, awesome. Like, you have to know the moment to, yeah. to like, to start to make it happen, happen right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. There's an element of theatrics to 100%. it. hundred yep. percent. That's what it's all about. I don't remember what song it was. We were at game the other day at Tech, and one of the guys had, like, a funny song that you wouldn't expect, and me and Cassandra were laughing every time. I was like, man, I, that guy knows how to have a good time. Yeah. You gotta be able to back that one up. If you walk out to Hanson, you better be able to hit the ball. That's a yeah. great question, Mark. Though, Good. what's yeah. your walk-up song? Because now that I'm thinking, I could have answered. I have like three or four more songs that I would. Yeah, probably I was be thinking like, more than ambitions as a rider. About Union Tupac. Underground yeah. would be a good like South Texas Death, death Ride, Ooh, but there's so many cuss words in it. Like that one. <laughs> I mean, I'd walk out to Johnny police. Davis by Lucero. I would do. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I yeah. could do a lot of them. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we got. I got a double up. Right? Yeah. So this, yeah. You got to turn the double play. Yeah, turn it. This is the turn. Uh, who is the most underrated baseball player of all time? The question says at this time, but I want to do of all time because I don't know any underrated players right underrated? now. Underrated? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I could even. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you a name. Tell me, because I know who it is. Do you? No. But uh, I think Ricky Henderson is grossly oh. underrated. Hmm. I'm gonna say somebody else. I'm disappointed in that. Really? I mean, how is he underrated? Okay, if you start talking about if you're in the Hall of Fame, are you underrated? Can't okay, be. but let's talk. Let's talk about being underrated in the okay. Hall of Fame then. Okay, like if you want to talk about guys who were the best at their job for the longest stretch of time, yes. Other than maybe Barry Bonds, or or like the huge names, Ted Williams, right. Willie Mays, Stan who who? Say it again. Stan. Stan Musial, yeah. Try, good, yeah. Good call. I think Ricky Henderson gets overlooked a lot. Okay. Okay. I see that. Yes, you're right. Because when you talk about those guys, you're talking about the guys you just mentioned. Ricky doesn't come up. No. And he should. Okay. I agree with you. Like if I'm making yeah, a, a good, you an made a good all time right lineup. Yeah. You're right. Ricky he's Henderson's he's my leadoff. Lead yeah, here. you're right. Okay. Uh, dude, I'm sold. Because I didn't really realize what you meant by underrated. Because I'm like, dude, he's in the Hall of Fame. But you're right. When you think of the greatest players of all time, yeah. he's not one of those first four, mm. five, six mm. guys you mentioned, and he and he should be, you know. I feel like it. Yeah. Oh my god. And you know that that great story that so, whoever it was, I don't remember, it was a, some celebrity or whatever, ran into him, and that's always been that crazy story. It was in line, like at a concession stand or something, and he said, you know. Oh, Ricky, how you doing? He's like, well, Ricky, be Ricky. You got to let Ricky be Ricky. You just got to yeah. let Ricky be Ricky. And he always, <laughs> oh, even yeah. in interviews, he always talked in the third person. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. If you can stick to it, that's cool. Yeah, I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, you so. hate it, though, actually. No. Third person talking? No. I don't mind it. That was JP. Oh, I apologize. Okay, I'll take that back. Yeah. I don't have an answer for this, so I want to hear oh. your answer. I, I really, I, I couldn't, I got nothing. Pressure. Okay. Well, it's going to be a car, don't obviously. <laughs> I mean, I just think they're all underrated, but uh, <laughs> well, except for one, is not underrated. Like he is going to get the holiday. credit he deserves for lifelong. Gotti, come on now! Oh, best well, catcher Gatti, of all time. Okay, wait. I got a lot of heat because I put on Twitter the other day that Yadi Arellano was the best catcher of all time, and I did get a lot of heat. And it was all due. It was good arguments that Pudge Rodriguez has much better numbers. Well, that's what I was fixing to ask you because yeah. that's probably the only comparison you can make. Yeah, Are there offensive numbers? Yeah, yeah. Could you comparable? Uh, Could you yeah, steal on Pudge was better? Uh, 
has much better offensive numbers. Could but, you steal on Pudge? Like, because nobody steal on Yachty. Like, if you steal on Yachty, it's a thing. Like, it's something to say, oh, fuck yeah. you. There I was a stretch where Pudge? Pudge had a pretty strong arm. Yeah, yeah so it, it was special. I mean, and, I, and I get it, but uh, I don't know. But the team success and all that yeah, stuff, I would yeah. take into consideration. But I would say the most underrated player, really, of all time, uh, or what did you say of all time, is yeah. Willie, Willie McGee. Willie McGee. Willie McGee. Yeah. Yeah. Orioles, and, right? I had his. He was my no, first was, baseball you know, he card. Was the, uh, Cardinals. I think yeah. he played for the Orioles at some point, though. I could be wrong. I swear I, I had think a card so. from that. He was a Cardinal and a Giant. Uh, and giant. Uh, I knew it was an yeah. uh, orange. Uh, I remember his majority card. of the years with Cardinal. But what I what I why I say that mm. is because he won an MVP, a yeah. National League MVP, and he didn't hit any home runs. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's I mean, I just think that's not, amazing. That's, yeah, that's pretty to do that, and and. He did it with a batting helmet that was five sizes too big. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no shit that he did it. Okay, I'm glad you and, brought – And the double ear hole. Helmet. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. glad you brought him up. Okay. You sent me a, a thing on either Twitter or Instagram the other day from the batting, batting stance guy. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I just let, want, let me, Can I take over? Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. No, go, it's it's okay. No, go ahead. Because I want to see w- w- what you have to say okay. first. I sent Mark a uh, post on – just private message on Twitter the other day of this guy. He's called the batting stance guy, and he can imitate all these batting stances. Okay. And oh. he can, like, all these players, all right? That, probably and, and he can really do that. Like, it he, looks it, pretty it – look, It's really close, good. but it's kind of a cartoon ver- version of it. Would yeah, you exactly. say that? Yeah, I would say that. Okay. Yes, it's kind of a cartoon version. But long before this guy. Thank I you. Know, that's, that's where I was Long <laughs> before this guy that's on Twitter was – Mr. Mark Youngblood. I was hoping that's what you, that was okay. gonna, but I wanted. I was gonna say there's no way he's better than Mark. There's now listen no to this. Way he's so, than Mark. so listen. Let me just tell you right now. I, I love this. We would go to Wolferth Little League Park, Qualls Park, if you will, at, the, at Casey Elementary. Yeah. And we would always be out there playing. It'd be like mm-hmm. there would be eight of us. You know, it'd be a bunch of us. We out there for a game, but then there would be a break in the game, where all of us were just totally entertained when Mark would get the bat, yeah. and we would just go. Mark, do Mark McGuire. <laughs> and he would do it. They were like, Mark, do Carney Lansford. Mark. Carney Lansford. Do, do, and, 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 and it was like, uh, we could just tell him to, to bat like whoever we, you know, where were we. And he didn't do stop doing box. that. That's what's cool is. It, 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 dude, and it was so good, though. So y'all were doing this as little kids? Well, I mean. 15, no, 16. Because yeah, he and was I mean, doing this back amazing. when he was coaching. Oh, it's, ama- it's Whenever amazing. Whenever I was in junior high, but we, you know, it'd be anybody. My best one that I'll remember him doing because it was like, I don't think I'm going to get him or I think I'm going to stump him on this one. I can do it. I told you to do Kevin Euclid. And you like, <laughs> I swear to God, I don't even know if you've ever practiced doing Kevin Euclid. Maybe because yeah. he had a very unique stance, but I'm just thinking like, he's fucking got it. He could do it. Everything. Makes, can, like, you know how happy that just made me to yeah. find out he was doing it oh, like, yeah. long before he oh, was yeah. messing around with us. We, we were in a pretty serious like pickup game of baseball. Absolutely. But it would always be like a little break. Yeah. And let we would let Mark do all the That's guys. And, and, and like, you know, we would have these like straight up, you know, Hispanic guys playing in the outfield and they'd be like, young blood. All the pinions. Give us that Ruben Sierra. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Mark would just do the Ruben Sierra. Yeah. And it was like, dude, it was so fun, yeah, man. Absolutely. Willie McGee was dude, one of them. Willie McGee was and one of them. Yeah, you're exactly I right. remember, You know how I learned this? Because I had this VHS baseball blooper thing, and one of the segments was a, revel- a relief pitcher who didn't pitch very often, and mm-hmm. he was bored, and he learned how to do all this stuff. Is he doing so that the in the segment, 
the segment was him going through these guys' kind of, <laughs> <these laughs> batting stances. That's awesome. And Willie McGee's cool. was he's like, if you're gonna do Willie McGee, you got to be real relaxed and almost look like you're not trying. <laughs> And you're laughing because you know that's about what it looked like. That's awesome. He's like real relaxed in his hands, yeah. real he low. He looked like bat, he just got out of bed. And he just yeah. kind of flung it through the zone and flipped it the other way. That's funny. And then he kind of like, yeah, <laughs> loaf down to first base. Go now. And then he was still second. Yeah. And, but dude, you could though. I'm telling you right now. I think he could get that guy run for his run for his money. That betting stance guy, because man, you were really good at that. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I, I really, you really fucking we should. We should have a betting stance know, off. Could, man, it was awesome. That's awesome. He was amazing. That's cool. So I love it the other day that we were in our little group text, the LMK group text. Yeah, and you said, uh, "Damn, I wish I'd have grown up with you guys." I do. Like I really, <laughs> I feel like I really missed out on a lot of cool yeah, shit. Yeah, you yeah. missed out on some squirrely stuff for sure. Anyway, all right. Oh, is it my turn? Or are we done? Or what are we doing? I mean, that's four. Are there oh, any no. bonus oh, ones? No, I don't even I know. I say we do one more. How long have we gone? Yeah, I, I don't, don't, I mean, don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I, like I think I, the machine is still, still on. Is Let's there. look. So I really got to go. Um, oh, okay. We're like an hour 20. Oh, oh yeah. That's pretty long. One more quick question. Okay. You got, wait, it hadn't been asked yet. Favorite player of all time? Yadier Molina. Okay. Yep. Yep. Not even close. And he solidified it two years ago whenever he caught a – when he was catching, he got a ball uh, to the uh, scrotum and ripped a ripped his nutsack, mm-hmm. without, for lack of a better term, and he was out. And yeah. it was, uh, you know what? And at that time, two years ago, he's already Hall of Famer. He's oh, good. He God, could, yeah. and, and the team wasn't. I don't think it was that good. And he could have been out for the year and just said, "Call it a career." Yeah. He was like, "No, I'll be back." Yeah. And, and he came back that season. Yeah. And he still, to this day, is the only catcher that will catch double headers. Mm. And he's yeah. like, that's unheard of. He's 50 years old or whatever <laughs> old he is, you know? And I mean, he, he will still, mm. it's like, dude, no, you're not catching two games. He's like, yeah, I'll catch two games in a row. I yeah. love doing I got it. Yeah. So my favorite player, yes. Uh, mine's Yours. a tie ball game. And I'm not only saying these because they're former Red Sox. Is the obvious is going to be David Ortiz, but like, how do you not love that guy? That guy was so romantic about the sport that he played. He was a badass, hugging umpires when he's coming up to bat. When he said he was going to retire, like every stadium he went to had a gift for him. The Rangers gave him cowboy boots. Like it was just really cool. Like you respect the the player more than you respect the game. And he was one of those guys that you respected. But he was down to throw down. Like, that dude charged the mound against the Yankees. He wasn't down. Like, you throw at me, let's fucking go. But I'm probably going to hug you at the end of the fight. Like, all right, man, come here. <laughs> I love love what he represented. I love what he's done for the Dominican even since then. Um, when he got shot a couple years ago, yeah, and the, yeah. like, that shit hit me. It hit me yeah. hard. Like, I was terrified that Look, he was going to not live He was amazing after the Boston Marathon. That's what, yeah, this is our fucking CD. Like, yes. who else when would have he, made yeah, that speech man, like that, right? It gave me so many. I, and they, I, it gave me so much. Like, it, Google it. it. Goosebumps on my goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. whatever yeah. he said that. Yep. And I was like, man, you know what? They caught yep. that one guy. They killed the one guy. Mm-hmm. But I really remember this. I was like, I wish to God they would give the guy that they caught, mm-hmm. to put, him in, put him in center field at Fenway Park, and just chain him up and let David Ortiz have – one minute with a bat. We'll swing in. And that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it just, I mean, no, I was like, dude, the David Ort, I mean, I, I think everybody would have been okay with that. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. for the most part. In Boston, my number, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my number two, it's not a number two because it's tied, would be uh, Dustin Pedroia. 
the dude's a second yeah. baseman. I always played second. And MVP. I, and, I mean, yeah. the dude was all time. Um, the laser show. I fucking hate that the way he had to end his career. He was just kept getting hurt. He couldn't catch a break. Like I wish he could have ended on a high. Um, there's nothing more romantic about a player's last game whenever they hit the ball and then the coach is wise enough to see what's going to happen to pull them out of the game when they reach first. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could watch that kind of stuff all day. Yeah, um, it happened with Jeter, I'm sure. Yeah. It would have been cool to see Pedroia get through that. But like I said, he was a second baseman. He's short. I read an article one time that was just so motivating um, on how he's always was the first person, literally, it was his wife talking. He They bought a, a high-rise apartment that overlooked Fenway. He bought that on purpose. That way he knew no one was going to be at the stadium before him every day. Mm-hmm. He'd be the first to get there, the last to leave, pushing, pushing, pushing. Everyone tell him, dude, you're just not going to be a professional athlete. Arizona State, where he goes to play, heard the same thing and defied all odds to become a Hall of Fame second baseman. Like, there's no way he's not in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, I think, I think he's yeah. arguably he two of MVPs, one I of, I'm not saying he's the best, but one of the better second baseman to ever play the game. But to be the that dude's small, got, yeah, he did was pretty that's, awesome, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Man. And it was about and attitude with him. always gotten yeah. kicked in Which the is ass, a big like, yeah. Boston Absolutely yes. oriented uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Anyway. They loved him for that shit. Yeah. 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 And he was a Uniform, dirty guy. Yep. Exactly, man. Yep. Balls to the wall. They call him the laser show for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I heard a story at one time that he ended up, he <laughs> sort of forced his way onto Arizona State. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, the coach at the time was kind of a hard ass. I don't remember his name. Uh, Pat something. Uh, anyway, he basically just showed up and said, hey, I'm just starting second baseman. The guy's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but cute. Come on, let's go find out. <laughs> come on, let's see what's got. <laughs> it turned out, yeah, he, cool. he, he did. He, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mine would probably be uh, Ricky Henderson that I already sort mm-hmm. of espoused my love for, mm-hmm. and Ozzie Smith, who yeah. probably yep. made the single greatest defensive play I've ever seen. He was uh, still a Padre at the time. Ball oh. up the middle. Yeah. He starts his dive, and the ball hits something, and it changes direction oh, yeah. and goes over his head. Yeah. And mid-dive, yeah. he reaches up and barehands it, yeah. gets up, throws the guy amazing. out at first. Is amazing. Incredible. He's amazing. The Wizard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one real fast one. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, whoever. Best uniforms in baseball, the history of baseball. I, uh, I'm i just going to, like, lump it into one sum. Any team that's gotten away with wearing, like, the baby blue that I just noticed, the, the color shorts that you're wearing – I, I like I can't narrow it down to a jersey or a team. Blue Jays did it. Rangers still pull out that jersey every now and then. Mm-hmm. I think that that baby blue on a jersey, especially if you're putting like the throwback emblem, you're not going to find a better jersey than that. Early '80s, like probably half the teams had light blue jerseys. Yeah, that's that. I would go with that. The, but that's a cheap answer. The Cardinals baby blue, the baby blue pants with the baby blue jersey. Yeah, like. And they would be on a hundred and fifty degree turf in Bush <laughs> Stadium, and I don't even get it. But but my favorite really is the uh, We Are Family Pirates. Oh yeah, their, with the hats. Their hat yeah, the... had the three stripes. On yeah, the hat. those yeah. hats are um, sick. Yeah, that so would be my good. favorite uniform, really. Yeah, of yeah. oh, those pirates. Mine's probably uh, light blue Montreal Expos. Yeah, oh, Ooh, man, Expos, those, I like it. You get so a little, sweet. you get a little Delano De Shields, or you get a little uh, Randy Johnson. Yeah. And uh, those teams are so good. No, yeah. Well, they had the best. Pedro win, Martinez, Randy the Johnson. They were going to win the World Series. Larry Walker. Yeah. Is a, a Marquis Grissom. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, plug your podcast real quick before we get out of here. Check me out. Having said that with Lander Griffith, uh, shoot the shit. Random people. It's a blast. Find me. What day is it post? 
Uh, every Tuesday morning at 3 a.m., I expect you to be listening at 3 a.m. <laughs> I do that. God, that way, man. people work up. If they wake up early, they have no excuse. Yeah. They can listen to it while they get ready. Tuesday mornings. Tie, plug your pod. Uh, win, lose, or tie. That's T-Y-E, the win, lose, or tie podcast. Um, every Friday, unless I fuck up the recording. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, which I did last week. Um, at, and I will. Po- at, mine's at 5 a.m. So <laughs> you get two more every hours Friday of sleep morning, on Fridays. Yeah, you get two extra hours of sleep on Friday. Um, yeah, Win, Loser, Tie podcast. LMK Productions, baby. You know it. Hashtag. Thanks for coming, guys. This was, was just turned into some pretty good stuff. That was actually. a good one. Hey, before I go, send me a hate pod file. Let's get it posted. That's like a real thing. Uh, Go to uh, pick4podcast.com, click on some stuff. We'll catch you next week.